Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The law of forgiveness is the title of the lesson. The law of forgiveness. From the lips of the Master Jesus, from St. Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning at the twelfth verse. I'm going to read it to you and have you repeat it after me for emphasis as I shall pause. This is a part of what is called the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus taught the disciples, Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now we have a definition of forgiveness from Reverend Ike, and I'm going to have you also repeat it after me as I shall read it. Forgiveness is rooting up. And hatred. Ladies and gentlemen, forgiveness has a greater importance than the average person ever realizes. Many times people think that forgiveness is something that you do for other people or to other people. But the first thing that I want to call your attention to is that forgiveness is what you do for yourself. And yes, to yourself. Forgiveness is for your own sake. So repeat after me, forgiveness is for my own sake. You know, holding something against somebody else is just like two guys wrestling. In order to hold somebody else down, you have to stay down yourself. And in order to get a loose and rise, you have to turn the other person a loose. Is that right? And so, to tell you the truth, forgiveness may also be symbolized in this way. Forgiveness is to stop wrestling with your hatreds and hurtreds. To stop holding something against somebody else. Because at the same time that you're holding something against somebody else, you are holding that same thing against yourself. Now here's a statement again from Reverend Ike, and it's so important we're going to read it together. You see, I'm dealing with forgiveness from a different perspective altogether. You're not just simply doing the other person a favor by forgiving him or her. The first person that you do a favor to by forgiving is who? Yourself. Now here's what Reverend Ike says, and repeat it as I shall read it. When I pause, you thunder it back at me and let it cleanse you of hatred and hatred even as we shall read it. Everything which you do not 
forgive yourself or another for? Uh-oh. 
What do you forgive yourself for? Forgive yourself for getting yourself into the position of what? Getting her. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, this is one of the major differences in this teaching. In this teaching, you are absolutely positively responsible for everything that happens to you. That's why a lot of people don't want this. Because we don't give you a devil for a scapegoat. You can't say around here, the devil made me do it. Around here, you're your own devil. You're your own God. And no one can choose the path that you may try. And none can save you from error or sin unless you will listen to the spirit within. But you see, these thousands of years of religious conditioning has conditioned people to have so many convenient scapegoats. And I'm going to say it again, and I remind myself of this every time. Whenever you get hurt or offended in any way, it's because you either consciously or unconsciously put yourself in position to get hurt or offended. So when you get hurt or offended, maybe you won't pray a religious prayer. Maybe you'll pray a prayer like I pray. Lord, forgive me for getting myself in position for that SOB to hurt me. <laughs> Let me clean it up a little bit so that all of you who don't have as much good religion as I've got can pray it. It takes a lot of religion to pray the kind of prayers I pray. You see, God doesn't get offended in me. Jesus said, blessed is he who is not offended in me. Let me hear every one of you say, God, I forgive myself for getting in position to be hurt or offended. And you know a great secret I found out? Once I forgave myself, I didn't even have to forgive the other person. Because once I forgave myself, it was wiped out. Uh -huh. Reverend Ike, you mean to tell me that I'm the cause of that person offending me? I'm the cause of this person hurting me? I'm the cause of the person doing this, that, or the other to me? Yes, you are. You know where I'm at now? I'm right at the point now when Jesus began to teach and to tell the people the bold faith truth. They started leaving one by one. So this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? And only the twelve disciples stuck around and he said to them, Will you go away too? He said, No, Lord, lay it on us. Suck it to us. Where can we go? You have the words of eternal life. So one of the things around here, you learn not only that you are responsible for what happens to you, but you can also control what happens to you. And let me tell you this. Until you forgive, give up, root up, and let go of all hatred and hatred, you are going to continue to draw one series of hatred and hatred after another. I told you that the subconscious mind works in patterns. And to forgive is the rooting up and the letting go of all hatred and hate. You've got a big job when you get home this week. You've got a lot of root work to do. And I'm going to 
tell you something else. Once you discover that it's really yourself that you've got to forgive, it's really easier then to forgive because then you don't have to deal with that SOB. I want to read this with you one more time and then I'm going to let you take notes. Repeat it after me again. Everything which I do not forgive, Everything which I do not forgive myself, myself or another for will be repeated in my experience until I do forgive. Now, you notice how people have experiences in patterns. They're those people who say, as they said in the song about Charlie Brown, why is everybody always picking on me? Well, because Charlie Brown has a subconscious pattern of being hurt and picked on. Uh-oh. The song Born to Lose also shows a losing subconscious pattern of mind. And when you want to break the pattern of being hurt and offended by people, forgive them and hatred and hatred will lose power in your life. Forgive yourself and forgive all others and thereby free yourself from the wages of sin. As long as hatred and our hatred are rooted in your consciousness, they will bring forth their bitter, poisonous fruit until they are uprooted. Whatever is rooted in consciousness will bring forth after its kind. I'm about to deal with feeling for the moment. Whatever you feel deeply in your heart, you will draw to you. This is why if you feel lonely, I'm not talking about just a momentary thing. We have to learn how to handle those momentary moods. And if they're momentary and we change them immediately, they can't hurt us. But if you form a pattern of feeling lonely, that becomes rooted in your consciousness and you will be a lonely person. If you feel picked on, hurt, offended, plotted against, like you're a victim of hard luck, if you feel all of that in the depth of your subconscious mind, if that is rooted in your subconscious mind, you're going to draw that kind of thing into your experience. Because it is awareness, speaking as Jesus, which reveals, I am the root and the offspring. Say that. I am the root and the offspring. And I am is awareness. And if you have a feeling which is a deep awareness, of being hurt and offended, you're always going to get those offsprings of hatred and offense. All experience springs from the root of subconscious awareness. Say that loudly. All experience springs from the root of subconscious awareness. Forgive yourself, forgive yourself for every occasion, for every occasion of, being hurt or of being hurt or offended. Yes, yes. forgive yourself, forgive yourself for, what for what others did to you. Now the way to stop the repetition again of being hurt and offended is to quickly, when it does happen, forgive yourself for it. And very soon you'll have a handle on it and you can prevent being hurt and offended. 
Now, that's an interesting aspect of forgiveness also. That I have to forgive myself for what others do to me. The great mystic secret is that you're always dealing with yourself. You remember Reverend Ike's mystic lecture, and you can get it on tape. I need no one but me. Say that. Jesus said, no man can come unto me except my father draw him. There's got to be something in you to draw hatred, to draw offense. Whatever you... I want to ask you a question. All right, all right. How are everybody doing? <clears throat> I don't know if y'all can hear me or not. I've had, I've had a little problem with my computer. So I'm hoping everybody is still with me. Oh, with me. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, the money down. I had a pretty good weekend. Um, worked, worked all weekend. Food truck got going good. Everything going great with it. But um, the only thing that I had my weekend was kind of screwed a little bit. My dad, he got um, admitted to the hospital with the so-called corona. So we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully it'll be okay to him last night. He said he was doing pretty good. He sounded a little weak, you know, a little weak um, to get the IV, got in the IV. He's not on any respirator or anything. God bless that. But um, like I said, hopefully he'll be home in a couple of days. <clears throat> be, you know, back. Whatever. But it's all good with that. Um, that clip I just played with the Reverend Ike, um, I like that clip. Um, he talk about some interesting stuff, something some hard to do stuff, but you know everything easier said than done, as they say. Um, so I I, I want to just talk about um, why we do what we do, or I'm gonna just say why I do what I do, or what am I looking for? Everybody looking for something, that's what they say. But sometimes I be confused on what am I looking for. It's like um. I don't know. It's easily discouraged, I would say. I don't know. Um, by things that we know we can't control or don't control or ever will never control. But it just seems like sometimes those things have the most effect on us. And we already know better than to let it get us like that. But we, I know I understand. I guess we wasn't taught all the things we're trying to learn now. And to and move forward with our life and to move forward in this movement, it's stuff that we're not used to. Our mind, we kind of like like Reverend Ike said, we got to retrain our minds because everything that we do or everything that we do, our mind control it. Whether we whether we know it or not, well, I mean, if if you really just think about it, it got to be like that because I mean, no other man is controlling you. You're controlling yourself, but it's by your thoughts how you see things, how you understand things. I mean, it's just how you think or, or what what you was brought up thinking. And um, the only way we're going to change that is being mindful and looking outside of the box because we we too busy. Um, well, I say me. I'm, I'm, I'll go back. I ain't going to say I'll go back to my old ways, but my – the old thinking will pop right back up so fast that, you know, and I have to kind of, like y'all said, I had to be mindful that, okay, this is not the way we're going to handle this situation. We're going to do something different. <clears throat> but it's so hard sometimes to just 
you know, it's it's easy to think it, but to actually make it happen, do it, and push those push those um, thoughts out of your head. And I be telling people that this right here. A lot of people don't know that this right here. They they can they can control. It's kind of hard to say, hard to do, but you can control what you think about. It just takes practice. I mean, you know, if it's just like somebody being poor. And they always been poor, and I mean nobody never really showed them anything, and and they they just that's all they see in their head them being poor. So, but they don't even know or understand that they can training their brain to think in another way that their whole life will change just through that, you know, just through that. It seems like something real small. It is something real small, I guess, if you got it, but it's not it's not easy to do that, but it's possible. I just say that it might not. It's not easy, but it's possible. So we know and understand that through thinking, or how we think, make everything possible. So if we could just train our brain to think thoughts, then we'll be on top of the world. We'll be exactly where we want to be. And Reverend Ike said, if you, and, and and I understand now what he's be saying. If you could really think it and see yourself doing it, it'll happen so fast, you won't even believe it. But getting used to doing that, making it come to fruition, <clears throat> I guess it's a practice, just like everything else we go through. I mean, in the in the, everything ain't gonna go, everything's not gonna go perfect. I mean, just because you think of something, it's not gonna happen right then. But you just got to keep practicing, the practicing, and things will change, and you'll see the change in your life, and other people will too. <clears throat> I always tell somebody, oh, you don't got to talk about it. You just if you just do something, then people will see. You don't got to tell them what you're doing. They'll see the change. They'll see the change, especially people who know you from when you was doing whatever you were doing before to see you change into something or trying to change your life and do something better for yourself, <clears throat> for your family. And that's crazy when you start changing, trying to help yourself and trying to do something more, do some positive stuff. That's when all the people who wouldn't touch you before, they'll be trying to help you. It's crazy, but, you know, I get people just love to see people trying to change. <clears throat> so if they, they figure like if you're trying to change, well, I'll give them a little nudge. <clears throat> to help them get over the hump. But when you're out there doing wrong, then you know, all the people that, all the people you're dealing with, they're doing wrong too. So there's really no honor, among, no honor among thieves. That's what they say. So you ain't going to get no love in the streets unless you're out there trying to get giving love out. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, every, every I guess everybody's so busy being kind of uh, for themselves. I see it all the time that um, everybody for themselves. And, man, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, make wanting to yourself to be good. But at the end of the day, I mean, you got to give a little too. I mean, you know, you can't just take, take, take and don't want to give. If that was the case, then our king, he giving us this information. And it's crazy that he giving it to us really for free. Now people just don't want to study and do the do the research that he doing because basically everything that he <clears throat> he does 
He read it to us on the L. He he already give us the answer to the questions we got when he when he first bring up a subject or something. That first day he read through it all and all the answers is in the read. It's just that we don't take our time to go back and read it and dissect it and break it down like he does. And you know, some everybody don't got the ability to do that. I find it hard myself sometimes reading, trying to read something. And and have a clear understanding and enough to speak on it, <clears throat> because in order for me to speak on something, I got to know it. I can't just you know be giving my opinion and people putting their you know putting their faith in me to give them the truth. And but my truth is my truth. But I just want to be right and correct though. When I'm saying when I mean by it, you know, giving it's a difference in what I understand for me. But when I'm when you when I'm giving out information, then <clears throat> it should be right and correct, no flaws. You know, so everybody can, everybody have the right, you know, just right knowledge. But there's so much knowledge out there. You can go on YouTube and everybody talking about something different. They talking about this what we're talking about, but you know, everybody got something different. I mean, there's so many different channels and so many people talking about everything we talking about. It's people who's just talking about one thing we're talking about. You got people just talking about health. You just got people who just talking about law. You just got people who are talking about religion, <clears throat> but we kind of like cover all the bases with hindsight. Hindsight covers all the bases, and and it's a beautiful thing. But really, still, it's still on us how we how how we gonna how we gonna get it. It's gonna be on us because it's through our understanding, through our study, through our everything. Everything is everything is on us. How hard you want it. It's just like anything else in your life that you got that you, at the beginning of the, when you wanted it, you was really like, how am I going to get that? But you, whatever you did to get that, that's what you should do to get everything. And I'm talking about the mind stuff, the mind control. Because if you get that thinking in your head that you're going to get it, you're going to get it. You go see it. You go feel it. You go touch it. Like that, that soft, good bed you want. You go in there and lay down on the bed and feel it, feel how soft it is, and when you come home at night, you imagine yourself laying on that bed, that, big, that good soft bed, even though you're, you're as hard as a rock. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure not too long you'll get you'll get that bed. It won't take long to get it, but it's all through your thoughts, training your mind, training your mind. That mind training is hard, but I guess it's not, it's not as hard as anything else we do. We do some stuff that's super harder than we just. It's just not about us taking the time to do it for ourselves. Train your mind, practice, practice the meditation, practice the the speaking things in existence, practice the writing things down. I mean, that's where it's got to start somewhere. It can't, I mean, it's not just gonna happen. It's got to start somewhere. It's got to start with you. It's got to start with me. I got to start, you know, less procrastinating and more. Not doing due diligence, doing what you're supposed to do. And, I, and like I said, I, it's it's hard, it's hard, cause it's but it's thinking. It's not it's not physically hard. It's it's just getting it in your mind, getting something in your mind and sticking to it. <clears throat> it's like you know when you um, maybe sometimes we listen to the radio and somebody be talking something good and you feel so good right then, but as soon as they get off the radio, it's like you lose your. Your, your your motivation, but I mean that is just still doing the practice of listening and 
you know, um, putting forth the effort to move on the things you want in your life. It's not just sit back and, you know, everybody everybody can say, I don't care who most of the people I know, they'll say this right here. Boy, I wish I would have did something years ago. Or, But, I mean, it's, it's still possible. It's not too late. If you got that thought in your head, evidently, if you if years ago you weren't ready, because if you didn't do it years ago, you weren't ready to do it years ago. You know what I'm saying? And people are always saying somebody before their time. It's not possible. It's not possible. I don't think that. I think they before their time. It's just what they what's on their mind. Everybody got something different on their mind. But um, it's hard to believe that really though that most most people don't grasp the information. Because sometimes I'd be around my people talking, but really it's just me. They, I mean, they they listen, but they really don't. They ain't trying to say, oh, gee, where um, where will you be listening to the radio? Uh, or what station you be on? I never get that. But I guess they into what they into. Everybody into something different. Everybody think different. It's just what they grew up with. But I don't know. I guess like I said before, I just I'm I'm just. I feel grateful to be chosen to want the information. You know, I like people want they go to church every Sunday. They say, "Oh, I got to go to church, no matter what they do." Saturday night, they're gonna get up and go to church. <clears throat> I guess they think they think they're gonna clean their slate or something. But the only person can clean their slate, your slate, is you by practicing what you're thinking, or thinking what you're practicing, and moving moving yourself forward through that with that. Reverend Ice says it the best. He he's like the best. If people got a problem, they need to listen to Reverend Ice. He'll pump them up, especially if they do what he say. You can't lose. Ain't no way you can lose with the stuff Reverend you, Reverend Ice you. And I done kind of fell off from listening to him. I used to listen to him every day, but I still at night I lay down and I have a plan beside me before I go to sleep. So I'm getting it. I'm sinking it in there, sinking it into my subconscious, so I could be a little bit, to be able to move forward myself as far as some of the things that I've. Slacking on myself and, um, you know, just trying to get myself together, that's all. And uh, I really didn't have too much to say tonight, guys. I'm going to play a little Reverend Ike. I might come back on in about five minutes or so, take me a little break. As we continue our prosperity series. As I was coming along in the car, some other interesting ideas came to me that I want to share with you. This all has to do with prosperity. Let me hear you say the word prosperity. And I dealt with the meaning of that term, and it always helps to review that. To me, prosperity is total well-being. Say that, prosperity is total well-being. It's not just something material. So, in this prosperity series, we're talking about total well-being. And I want to speak with you 
about faith and perception. Faith and perception. So let me hear you also say faith and perception. Say it again. The third time is muy, muy importante. We as religious people have heard a lot said about faith. Jesus said, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Now what is faith? Faith is your self-perception. Whatever you perceive that I am. Now this isn't an exclusive definition for faith. It is inclusive. So I'm going to have you repeat after me. Faith is my self-perception. Whatever I perceive that I am. It is somewhat of a mind science definition. And as I say, it's not exclusive, it's inclusive. There are many ways to say the same thing. And I like to say the same thing in many different ways. According to your faith, so be it unto you, says Jesus. To paraphrase it, according to your self-perception, so be it unto you. What is your self-perception? And now let's deal with another definition of the word perception. And here it is. Perception is the way I see myself within my own self-consciousness. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Perception is the way I see myself within my own self-consciousness. Perception is what I add to I am by what I see, feel, believe, and say that I am. Sister Mary is writing this and you'll have a chance to observe it more slowly and even up more closely after the session. But we want to get a working definition of what I'm talking about at the moment. There is a statement that's very interesting. In a sense, it may be scary. I got a couple of scary statements for you this hour of the morning. Here is the first statement that some people may find rather scary. There is no reality only perception. There is no reality 
only perception. And now, perception is synonymous with consciousness, with awareness. It all means exactly the same thing. But a statement like that, there is no reality, only perception. Things are as they are because I perceive them to be that way. Is that what you're saying? What do you mean there is no reality? Only perception. Well, think about that for a moment. You take this extreme weather we've had over the past few days. Some people perceive that to be bad weather. Other people perceive it to be wonderful. Different people can be in the same environment and perceive it to be altogether different. Now, let me make another way out statement. There is no reality, only perception. That also means that the poor are poor because they perceive themselves to be poor. Oh, how radical. The rich are rich because they perceive themselves to be rich. They are self-conscious of being rich. They are aware of being rich. The poor are poor because they perceive themselves to be poor. They perceive, they are conscious of being poor. So what do we do? Here in this teaching, our business is the conditioning of consciousness. Let me hear you say, the conditioning of consciousness. Now that's what the mastery of life is about. The conditioning of consciousness. At every moment of eternity, at every point in time and space, your self-consciousness is being conditioned. That you cannot escape. How it is being conditioned is what you can control. And that's where we come to the science of mind and the technology and science of mind. Let me hear you say, control that which controls you. Oh my goodness. Isn't that far out? That may be scary to some people. I can control that which controls me? Uh-huh. According to your faith, so be it unto you. According to your perception, 
so be it unto you. You take fasting, for example. Fasting, in its higher understanding, means that you withdraw your consciousness from your senses. Now, Dr. Tony Mitchell teaches us that very well in his sessions. You withdraw your consciousness from your senses, from what you see out there, from what you feel, from what you can apprehend and comprehend with your five senses. That's fasting. You see, a lot of you didn't have the lightest idea that when Dr. Tony Mitchell takes you into those exercises that you were fasting because you were only taught to fast in the religious sense. And you learn to withdraw your consciousness from your senses so that you can recondition yourself to be master, to tell your mind what to think, to tell your feelings how to feel, and to tell your body how to react. And that is spiritual self-mastery. When you learn to control your perception, you learn to control your self-consciousness. When you learn to control that which controls you. Say that with me. Control that which controls you. Now, I'm going to get a little scarier here. And I'm going to say something bold-faced. And I've even got Bible to back it up. Because some of you don't believe anything unless the preacher shakes the Bible in your face. Are you trying to tell us, Reverend Ike, that we can control God? Ooh, even the question is scary. We cannot control the nature of the name of God, which is I am. You cannot control the name of the nature of God, which is I am. But you can, and you must learn to control what you add to I am. This is why we are told in the commandments, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And to take the name of the Lord in vain is to add something negative to I am. You see, in religion, they, they have not taught us, they have not had the slightest idea what that meant, to take the name of the Lord in vain. You know, but the only thing we knew that meant was to add a damn after God. No, that's not a nice thing to do. But it is worse to add poor after I am. 
you have taken the name of the Lord in vain. You need to get Reverend Ike's The Master of Success series where Reverend Ike deals with this commandment, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. And where Reverend Ike explains, Every mind takes the name of the Lord. And of course, this is why we call this science, knowledge. It's good to know what you're doing with your mind. We're always doing something with our minds. We're always conditioning the unconditioned God. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord in vain. I want to belabor this point. But every mind takes the name of the Lord. Let's hear it. All day long, every mind takes the name of the Lord. What is that name? I am. It means that constantly and continually, every mind is adding something to I am by what they perceive, by what they feel, by what they imagine, by what they say. So you really don't even have to open your mouth telling you how every mind takes the name of the Lord. Every time you feel, which is all the time, you are saying, I am. And you are to consciously learn how to tell your feelings how to feel. That's another series here. Tell your mind what to think. Tell your feelings how to feel. Tell your body how to react. Almighty God, and I think I said this to you, again, if I say the same thing over and over again, I intend to, I tell you again and again, this is not an intellectual exercise. Every time you say or feel, you are saying I am. And so you learn how to withdraw your senses, withdraw yourself your consciousness out of your senses and you make a decision. What do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I want to have? Yes, and what is it that I want to change? Let me hear you say, what is it that I want to change? And what do I want to change it to? And you begin to perceive to imagine, to see, and to feel that change. As a matter of fact, you become that change. Jesus went down to the seashore with his disciples and said, let us pass over to the other side. And it said he entered into a ship and passed over to the other side. We've read that all for God knows how many centuries in the Bible and missed the point. He was teaching us a lesson. 
how to pass over and have a change of circumstances. You don't want to be where you are. Enter into a shift. Enter into that state of consciousness that you would like to express. And remain in that shift of that state of consciousness. And that state of consciousness, that perception will take you over to the other side. You don't have to worry about it. You remember it said that Jesus went down into the bottom of the ship, into the subconscious, and went to sleep. He was in one of Tony's deep deltas. He was at rest. He had already spoken the word. Let us pass over to the other side. And then he entered into that state of consciousness. Didn't struggle with anybody or anything. All the winds and the waves arose, but he had already spoken the word. He was at peace. This is how you learn to control that which controls you. Control your perception. Control your self-consciousness. Now, here's a statement I like to make every once in a while to remind you of the basic truth. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Only consciousness is anything. does anything, has anything, and yet consciousness is no thing. It is consciousness which says, I am God, and there is none else. It's good to know in life what you're dealing with. You know, you're not really dealing with him and her and them and that. God is not through with me yet, but I have some graces. Now, I'm at the point now where I don't have to forgive anybody anymore. I forgive myself. And I find that when I forgive myself, automatically that absolves everybody else. Before sunrise this morning, as it usually is, I had great prayer and meditation. And I just spent a lot of time in forgiving my perceptions. And it's interesting also, I found myself not only forgiving, quote, unquote, the sins of the world, but also forgiving the sorrows and the sufferings of the world. And the sickness and diseases of the world. And my intellect just said, wow. You remember when they let down the lame man through the roof in front of Jesus to be healed. Jesus said, son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. Now, there is what they teach us in the theological cemetery, homotheology, which is the doctrine of sin. But that statement by Jesus, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. That was not a homotheological statement. Son, I forgive you of your perception of being lame. 
I forgive you of your misperception of being disabled. I forgive you of your misperception of your wants, your lacks, and your limitations. I forgive you of your suffering. Now take up your bed. Go into your house. Forgiveness is a much more comprehensive and healing thing than we are necessarily taught in religion. And even as we pray for other people and we pray for the healing of quote-unquote other people, and of course there are no such things, there are no other people. We are told, love your neighbor as yourself. You love your neighbor. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.